Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever the heck in the world you are. It is the Notorious Glories V, the Grill Economist. And guys, look, I, I am so sorry. I am doing this podcast extremely late. It's about 3.30 p.m. right here in the Empire State. Uh, I apologize for that. It's been an absolutely bananas day. It's been pretty crazy all day today. Uh, so I apologize for that. Uh, real quick, let's uh, just jump into the news because there's a lot of things going on. Hopefully the sound quality is better. I think it does sound better. I think uh, my voice is more rich. It's more rich, guys. It's more rich. Anyway, uh, look. A lot of people are losing their lunch. Uh, yesterday I did not get a chance to get on there with uh, with Dex and Frank uh, to discuss their 100-year cycle that Dex was talking about on the technical level. Uh, Dex is awesome at technicals. I am phenomenal at, uh, and I'm awesome at uh, fundamentals. Uh, you put us together, it's a dangerous, dangerous combination. I don't stress myself with micro moves in the market. Well, some people say, V, well, the, the Dow shedding damn near a 1,000 points is not a micro move. And uh, I saw the headlines yesterday. It was uh, fear porn times 12. Tech sell-off, $162 billion lost through tech. Folks, all it was yesterday... For the market, and for those that belong to the market, all it was yesterday was a major profit undertaking. I'm talking about a major profit undertaking. That's all it was. Nothing else, nothing more. A lot of people got paid. A lot of people got paid. And a lot of people took a haircut. Folks, let me let me explain to you something that is mass programming. Wealth is never destroyed. It's created, it's transferred, but it's never destroyed. Wealth doesn't simply just go somewhere. Oh, the market shed $10 trillion worth of wealth in the last 2008 collapse. It's as if the headlines were parsed in a way that would make you think that there was a great deal of loss that has occurred. That ain't the case. The market didn't shed $10 trillion in 2008. Oh, a generation of wealth was wiped out. They're giving you that impression that, imper that impression that wealth was wiped out. No, a handful of powerful people, a handful of powerful banks, a handful of powerful corporations got paid. They were able to take the phantom wealth of the economy, they were able to take the phantom wealth of the market and then turn around and buy real, real hard assets. So I don't look at micro moves. The institutions that I deal with that are buying cryptographic currencies that are buying gold don't look at micro moves. 
If they buy today and it goes up X amount, they're happy. They're, they're not complaining. If they buy today and it drops, they're still not complaining. Because everybody is in this for the long-term run. Everybody's in this for the long-term trajectory because we are in the midst of a global economic reset. A significant reset. Let's take a look at where the Dow is at today. Let's take a look at the Dow. The Dow today is at 25,991. It's up 273 points from yesterday. You had an absolute beatdown. That's about you know, 300 points. Then you have the the images of, of, of guys on the trading floor. And folks, that's not the trading floor. Again, that is window dressing. That is not where the trades happen. People go to the, the, the New York Stock Exchange, they see the trading floor, and they think that's where Wall Street is. And I keep telling people, folks, that's not where Wall Street is. Wall Street is across the river in New Jersey. In the countless server farms right across the river, Rooms filled with high-frequency trading computers. That's where Wall Street is. So they have the window dressing. The, the stage is set. Here's some old hats. Here's some guys with some suits on, and they're clenching their, their ties and looking at very long in the face with a, with a faraway look. A faraway look on their face, and they're saying, Oh, the market is... It's terrible. It's crashing. It's a summer sell-off. It's a summer sell-off. I never expected any, you know, any catastrophic or or monumental moves in the market right now. No, it's the summer sell-off. Selling may go away. Despite the brighter risk sentiment emerging during the pre-market trading after stronger-than-expected yuan stabilization, the Dow succumbed to the crushing weight of the trade war following the opening bell. Heading into the afternoon session, the index is up a measly 0.48%. After eyeing a multi-hundred-point surge earlier in the day, for Western stock markets, it was supposed to be a turnaround Tuesday as China's monetary actions were viewed as an apparent de-escalation by many in Asia. However, European stocks dipped sharply late with the FTSE 100 and the DAX flipped to close in red. The Dow followed suit as the bears returned and briefly forced the index into decline. Unsurprisingly, the battered Nasdaq was up 0.5% after the colossal 3.6 shellacking it took yesterday. And guess what? It's going to continue to march upward. Why? We are in a stage, folks. You know, when the market dived yesterday, people were contacting me. Oh, my God. Hey. Oh, my God. Hey. A thousand points. Folks, what did I tell you months ago? I told you months ago the drop, the market could drop 5,000 points and still be in a bull market. Revolutionary. Mind blown. The market could drop 5,000 points tomorrow and we would still be in a bull market. So what is everybody getting their panties up in a bunch for? Why is everybody losing their lunch? Why are people having heart attacks and strokes and jumping out of windows? For what? 
you got a measly 700 some odd point drop and people are running for the exit doors thinking it's it, it's the market's going to and then the real metrics on the economy look, look look at the stats that we're getting out of rail out of the rail industry the railway transportation industry it's completely tepid look at the stats that we're getting out of the trucking industry the orders for big rig uh, big rig trucks and and the amount of movements is down yes the physical economy is dying it's supposed to die it is meant to die the physical economy, and again, I, if you haven't figured it out by then, I'm going to repeat this Repeat this for you folks again. The physical economy has nothing to do with the digital economy. It's two different things. It's two different things. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. has no fundamentals anymore. The question becomes that a lot of people have is how far can you go ignoring the fundamentals and get away with it? Well, you can get away with it for as long as possible, so long as they, that means the world, accepts, quote, yours, currency, which is the dollar, as the world reserve currency. And when that stops happening, and when that comes to an end, then it's over. And the world has been de-dollarizing forever. Folks, the RC, RCEP, RCEP, Global South, ASEAN, One Belt, One Road Initiative, Pan-Caribbean, all these various trade zones and trade organizations, all of whom are trading amongst themselves, yet without any sort of involvement with the dollar. So it is de-happening, and it's only a matter of time. So until that matter of time comes, there's going to be a massive bubble. The asset bubble is not going to stop being blown. It is, I'm telling you right now, you thought a thousand, this thousand point drop or, or near thousand point drop, it's going to, you're going to forget about it. The market's going to forget about it. You're going to forget about it. The world's going to forget about it. Why? Because we're about to break into higher levels. So yesterday's market meltdown, look, people, the market's always looking for a reason to take profit. Smart money looks for any chance in order to take profit. We've had a run-up the last two weeks, three weeks, we've had a run-up past 27000 And we did. And all of a sudden you hear some jittery news about, oh, the China's going to, the, the Treasury has come forward and officially deemed China um, a, a currency manipulator. Oh my God! They they were deep in currency manipulation. All of a sudden, Wall Street, you know, they they, they lose their shorts. They, you know, they they, they 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 crap the bed. So the Treasury basically said something that every single person with even the modicum of financial intuition, with a modicum of financial sense, already knows. And that is, yes, China manipulates currencies. Their currencies. So do so do we. We do it on a bigger stage, and we use fancy words like quantitative easing. And ZERP, and TERP, I'm sorry, TARP and NERP. So of course these things happen. That's not news. But I again, I tell you, then why did the market drop? 
If that's not news, if if all the banks, if J.P. Morgan and Goldman and Bank of America and all these guys and Morgan Stanley and and BlackRock and all these guys, they know that China is a currency manipulator, then why the hell did the market drop? Why? Because here's the difference between smart money and you. Smart money is always looking for a pretext in order to take profit. If that pretext is the Treasury Secretary, a former Goldman guy coming out there and saying, hey, China, you're a currency manipulator, then boom, they're going to take it. Smart money takes profit when it can. Dumb money goes down with the ship. And there's nothing to worry about now because even if you didn't take profit yesterday, a great deal of people did, and they've freaking made a killing. That's okay, too. You know why? Because we're in a market that is a 24-7 money machine. People ask me, V, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What should I put my money? I don't know. Here's what I would do. I would just throw some money into a into an index, into an index fund, a really high-performing index fund, and uh, set it and forget it. If I'm not trading it every day, set it and forget it. Let it run. Let it run, baby, let it run. I'll be buying gold, irrespective of spot price, irrespective of premiums, irrespective of clause, because I know what the long-term hold is. I'll be buying Bitcoin. Same thing, irrespective of price, irrespective of premiums. I, I, if I can get it as best as way as possible, as privately as possible, then that's what I'm going to do. Folks, you got to understand, look, you want the, you know, people ask me all the time, V, what's the 50,000? I got the 10,000 foot view. I want, I got the 20,000. I got the 30,000 foot view. V, what is the 50,000 foot view of this? Here's the 50,000 view. And this is the most pragmatic view. And if you get this in your system, you get this into your mindset, into your hearts, into your minds, and you're going to come out winning. The 50,000-foot view is this. The governments and institutions are not your friends. But they are in a competition with you to extract as much wealth from the bubble as possible. They are in competition with you to extract as much wealth from the bubble as possible before the bubble pops and we transition into a new world. That is simply what is happening. That's it. It's that simple. They're not your friends. And what do you think, folks? I mean, he, he, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with a, a pain in the ass situation here. I have a, a client. He has a New York state residence. Overseas, he, he, uh, in, in Hong Kong, he has a corporation. And his corporation has purchased a few of the mining operations from Bitmain, which is a major player, one of the top six mining outfits in the world. We're trying to get a deal done in the United States, but because he's a New York State resident, the New York State is trying to hit him with a bit license. Oh, no, no, no. You got to you gotta pay 50 grand first and... Uh, fill out all these forms and wait about 18 to 24 months and uh, they won't license you. Might take you three years, maybe more than 24 months, maybe 36 months. 
and then we'll license you, and then and then we'll tax you as well. We want to know who you are. Why the hell do they want to know who you are? Why is it? Let me explain something to you. The reason why the government, the state, wants to know everything about you, and because they they treat you like a criminal. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think you are treated like a criminal by the state? Why is it that you are guilty until proven innocent? Why is it that you have to prove yourself to your own money? Go ahead and try to get ten grand out of your bank today. Watch the hassles they deal that you have to go through. Watch the hoops you got to jump through just to get your own money. Why? Because you're a criminal. Why are they so obsessed? People always people can't figure it out. Logical everyday people can't figure out why are why are financial institutions and, and the state itself so obsessed about you and where you put your money, where you spend your money, how you keep your money? Why? Because they are competitors. This is more than oh, they just want their fair share of taxes. Folks, that's bullshit. It's not just a tax. Remember what I told you? Remember what Reagan said during the during the one of the the, the facts that he admitted? He said a hundred percent. Of your taxes go back to paying the interest on the Federal Reserve. And it's like that in every Western democracy all throughout the world. Whether you're in the Europe, the UK, or you're in Oceania, or whether you're in um, in the US, Canada, it doesn't matter. Why are they obsessed with taxes? Why? Why are they obsessed with you? Why? And folks, I'm telling you right now. Taxes do not matter in a central bank world. Taxes do not matter. It really doesn't matter. Do you know tomorrow they can get rid of the income tax and they'll be fine? Do you realize that? What do you think inflation is? Inflation is a hidden tax. Inflation is like 10%. But they'll tell you it's 2 What do you think uh, inflation is? tax what do you think sales taxes and all these other fees and licenses and this that and the other all the things you need just to live you can't even open up a lemonade stand all these are hidden tax and in the world of part of 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 central banking in the world of 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 lending, where we have a, a, a you know partial reserve lending, where you know a fractional reserve lending, right? We we we're, we're in that world where you put in a hundred bucks, they'll loan out a thousand. They really care about tax. They really care about your ten, twenty percent, their thirty percent. They want to collect, hopefully try to connect collect from you. No, there's other ways for them to skin the cat. Other ways. So they don't care. Because why? They're your competitors. They understand at the highest levels, not the low-level curmudgeons, not the bureaucrats and the kleptocrats that are middle managers. I'm talking about the highest levels. The elites understand they are in direct competition with you. They are in direct competition with you for the same piece of the bubble. Except they figured out, see, they have no dog in the fight. They're completely pragmatic. And for them, the end justifies the means. 
They don't care if the market's in a bubble. They don't care if it's in the biggest asset bubble in the world. They don't care about economic fundamentals. They don't care about economic mother nature. They don't care about about mark to market. They don't care about the underlying value of an asset. They don't care about any of those things. If there's a way that they can creatively come up with newer and fancier ways to fleece you and and at the same time inflate that asset bubble, baby, they're going to do it. And they're going to take profits along the way. So what is this 1,000-point drop? People getting paid. Oh, $162 billion in tech was wiped out. How many... How much were the techs were buying their own stocks? All of them. How much was insider trading up? 200%. How much was margin trading up? 300%. How much was stock buybacks up? 500%. So after doing all of those buybacks, after doing all those margin trades, after doing all those things on their own stocks, by their own traders, by their own financial houses that represent them, that trade on their behalf, they're going to take profit. It's just the way it is, folks. And then you're going to have the chicken heads running around. It's the end of the world, man. It's the end of the world. Look, it's the recession, depression. It's, it's all that. All of that. Anything it's coming to an end. And then even the other thing that I've noticed, you know, I'm not even going to go into, uh, you know, mass shootings. We all know it's 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 a, it's a psychological condition. People are trying to blame guns or trying to blame video games. Folks, video games are played all throughout the world. It's like it's mass adoption throughout the world. Hey, you, you you don't have this stuff. You don't have the stuff that's happening around the world. You know, here happening around the world. Why? Because we are the most heavily medicated population on planet Earth. Can we have an adult conversation about that? Why are we the most heavily medicated population on planet Earth? We are literally nut jobs. And then when you look at the globe, it says right here, here's the latest, the latest thing here, folks. Here's the latest thing. Is Beijing becoming Tiananmen Square? I'm sorry, is uh, Hong Kong becoming Tiananmen Square? That situation in Hong Kong continues to deteriorate. Beijing has issued warning that protesters could be punished for criminal acts and has refused to rule out military force to call ongoing anti-government demonstrators. Well, let me get this straight. Hong Kong is in the jurisdictional protection of China. And this whole thing started with extradition. What? Oh, we don't want to be extradited extradited to China. Well, tough luck. China's footing the bill for you. Tough luck. China's the one who's protecting you. It's there's it's in their territorial jurisdiction. If you don't like it back in 99, you should have left. You should have became a British citizen and joined the Commonwealth somewhere. You should have left. Now China's become the monster the, the the dragon that it is and it sees these protests which isn't it funny? I'm seeing the Folks, let me explain something to you. You know, I was having a talk with James, a Russian analyst, and we're, we're texting back and forth. 
James said something so profound. I, I loved it. I couldn't have said it better myself. He said, you know, I'm looking at Hong Kong. And I have friends of mine who are, who are, who are in Hong Kong. I have business associates in Hong Kong. And um, James said this. I, I can't help but look at Hong Kong and be reminded of the Maidan in Ukraine. I've seen this movie before. He's absolutely right. And I have a friend of mine named Scott who was in the Ukraine at that time during the Maidan and actually was on the ground videotaping the snipers shooting people. And now you're telling me that that it would start out as a peaceful protest about city-state rights has now devolved into a full-on riot. How does that happen? I've seen this before. I've seen the NGOs. I've seen the rhetoric, the axioms. It's very similar. And you notice, folks, it's not just protests and rioting that are happening in Hong Kong. But we've been prote- there have been protests here throughout many of these liberal hellhouse, hellhole cities in the United States, as well as protests that are erupting in Russia over fair elections. Folks, I mean, the world is on fire today. The world's on fire. But you want to know something? When the phoenix dies, what does it do? It it, it self-emulates. And there is an emulation that is going on because we are heading towards a new birth. All of these things that you're seeing upon the world stage, do not let your hearts be troubled. It is nothing but the birth pangs of something new. It is nothing but the birth pangs of something new. Hong, Hong Kong authorities have refused to meet any of the protesters' demands. Oh, it's ominous. Absolutely ominous. That's terrible. More than 200 flights were canceled, disruptions in the subway services, roads, traffic. Electricity, traffic lights, flooded main avenues. I mean, it's, it's just a disaster out there. A disaster. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Paid protesters popping up all over the place. I wonder what's going on. Paid protesters. And guess what? Guess whose name you're not hearing anymore? Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey, good old Jeff. His name has been completely taken out of the uh, out of the equation. Investigation is not. So you see, we're we're being manipulated. We're being distracted. But let's keep our eye on the prize. The market ain't going nowhere. There's no there's no recession, depression that's not going to crash tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, next two years, next five years. Next, possibly even the next 10 years, we could have a massive bull market run. But I'm giving you four to five years guaranteed. Ain't, ain't, ain't nothing going to happen. Enjoy it. But it distracts us from the global takedown of some of the most nefarious individuals on, on the planet. It takes us away from that. And I'm going to remind you again, 
Let not your hearts be troubled. Because if you think all the protests in Hong Kong and Moscow and Europe with the yellow vest and the rioting and all the crazy far leftist lunatics over here and all of this is just raging all over the place. Why? Because something epic is about to happen. And the world is about to witness, folks. The world is about to witness the tantamount change that is about to happen. Get ready. This is the gorilla. Over and out.